full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the full court press. Thanks for tuning in and joining us on 1069 FM 1390 AM, the 1069 The Fan mobile app, and streaming online 1069TheFan.com. Uh, Ajay, we had a blast yesterday talking about Utah State basketball, past and present. And uh, if you missed it or you want to go back and listen again, great conversations with USU head men's basketball coach Ryan Odom. And then also talking to former Aggie great J.C. Carroll. Uh, And you can go on our website, 1069thefan.com. There on the menu, it says podcast just click on full court press and you'll see those you can listen to the full show if you want but we've also isolated those specific interview segments uh so they're independent of the full show if you want to just uh, listen to that and zero in on that but uh man that was a ton of fun yesterday those interviews went by fast yeah they usually do when you do stuff like that uh jc was great Uh, jc was phenomenal um, again, I I think we talked about it yesterday. I hadn't had the chance to just talk to him, and he couldn't have been more kind and more humble and more willing to spend time with us. And Coach Odom's great. I, and again, I just I mean, I from what I have heard constantly from people, he is he is a very big part of uh, uh, of what these players appreciate, just in, in the way he is genuine. Um, he uh, you know he appreciates the players more than just being on the court, but off the court and. So uh, excited for what that future looks like. Uh, their exhibition game on the 27th here coming up in just a few weeks. <laughs> Crazy enough. So, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so is this, are those interviews on our website then? Do they make it to our website? Yeah. They did? Okay. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't know. For some reason. If I thought it was the lean. I don't, I don't know, know what's going on, but Twitter doesn't like uh, our website. Like, you can't post the URL. It, I don't know. It's weird. So uh, we're, we're, we've got our tech people who understand that stuff a lot better than we do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you want to text into the show, you know you all know the drill. The Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Shout out to you guys for putting my question for Coach Odom in your interview and your preview of the show. Yeah, uh, our promo of the show is... Uh, actually, five two four. I thought it was a great question. Actually, I really did. Um, just adjustment to Logan because I mean he's coming from like what Mar- Baltimore, Maryland, or whatever Maryland, Baltimore, and it's just like that's a huge adjustment to come to Cash Valley, man. And he he loves it over here. From what I've been told, his his kids love it. Um, they're doing well, and like he said, it, his his family said he's is uh, is doing well. That that's great. I'm glad they like it here. Hopefully, they'll be here for the long run. Of things and uh, no, it was a great question. So I'm glad you put it out there for me to ask. Um, that's good stuff. That was that was again that was a fun day. Hey, we still gotta go. We we really do need to take JC up on that offer. We gotta get our salesman to get out there and be like, all right, how, how much do we owe you? 
Let's get this happening. How much do we owe JC? Are we no, gonna, no, 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 no. Sorry. How much? We're, we're going to pay JC. No, no, no. Well, there? he probably will make a spin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> how much? How much do uh, we need to uh, put together to to make this happen? Yeah, that'd be totally fun. You don't want to go? No, it would be awesome. I'll, I'll freaking would do be it. Awesome. It'd be sweet. Learn That'd about be cool. his uh, specialty we, cows, dude. We okay, but we got to put our best salesman on that. Is it bike shorts? Um, is it uh, semi-pro, dude, down the hallway? <laughs> um, is it fantastic? I don't know. We got to find our best salesman. You, you've got nicknames for all of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Creed. Creed. He's gone. I don't know what the yeah. You know he's. He's gonna be back soon. Is he really? Yeah. I miss so. him. I miss him so much. I can't wait to get him back. Yeah. So is that all the salesmen we have? Uh, no. Young pup. He's he's too energetic though. He's gonna scare JC to death. I just don't think. I think he's too. You know. It's <laughs> just. <laughs> it's too much for a man. <laughs> uh, we really do need to put that together. That'd be so much fun to hang out with JC and then. Do some more. You could tell he enjoyed that too. Honestly, you could tell he he enjoyed that interview as much as we enjoyed having him on. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Talk, uh, reminiscing back on some of the, the the positive moments of his career, and Aj liked to bring up some of the uh, well, uh, no, losing okay. I say, I feel like I have to have an explanation because you keep like bringing it up that I asked that one question. Out of all the questions I asked, you want to talk about the one bad, well, according to you, bad question. Look, the guy has medals. The guy has conference championship rings. The guy has records. But, I, I mean, so through all that, it, Eric, he did something or he couldn't do something that Tony Brown could do. He couldn't win an NCAA tournament game. Like, as good as he was, as great as he was, true. he couldn't lead his team to an NCAA tournament win. No, that but is I the like, honest to heaven truth. It, it is true, but he had the right response. Oh, yeah. Look at who they always had to go through. Yeah. They went through every blue blood out there. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, to, to, it, that's how they were paired up in the first round. Was it, I think they had, they had, and they didn't have Florida. They had Texas A&M, who ended up being really good. Kansas State was a monster. Um, God, yeah, they had some UConn. Real, UConn. Can, I mean, Kansas was too early for him. Marquette, though. That might have been too early. I can't remember. I'll have to look at it. But, yeah, they they, they ran into some. And, you know, when I interviewed Stu Morrill, I asked him the same thing. And he he gave the, the actually the like the permanent answer. He he said, we, like, people criticize me for not winning an NCAA tournament or at least not only getting one NCAA tournament win. Do you realize who we played? And he went through the list. And I think he did it in order, Eric, which was more and more impressive. <laughs> like, Maryland, UConn, Ohio State. UCLA, Kansas, um, Arizona was in there. Jeez, uh, Washington in 05 or 06 was incredibly good. Kansas State ended up being really good. Um, Marquette, they should have beat. Kansas, they should have beat, really, to be honest with you. A&M, they played like crap, and they know it. They, they played horrible in that game. That wasn't even close. Washington in 06 was embarrassing, too. That was tough. Uh, Brandon Roy was incredible. I didn't know he had played against Brandon Roy. I know he yeah. was in that game. Yeah, I, w- I went to that game, and he was he was lights out. That's what I never. I asked Doug Hoffman one time because Doug Hoffman's been seeing so many games. The SID at Utah State, the head media relations guy, super great dude. But he told me the best two athletes he ever saw play in person in basketball it was Brandon Roy, in football it was Barry Sanders. He was part of the Wyoming team, uh, or at least Wyoming media staff, who went and. 
they I can't remember what bowl they went to. Was it the Holiday Bowl? And they faced Oklahoma State. Wyoming was ranked and they were good. And Barry Sanders ran for like 250 yards, just trucked them. <laughs> so those are always fun. And then you know, I do I didn't know he played with Luka Doncic a little bit, and yeah. I didn't know he played with Joe Ingles as well. Yeah, I I wasn't aware of the Joe Ingles thing. I I was aware of Luka. Um, look, there's, there's a lot of guys that play internationally that are in the NBA now. And are succeeding. Yeah, and JC's played with those guys either as they were coming up or that was just part of their evolution as players. That's cool. Yeah. And probably the, the biggest takeaway for me was that uh, um, had he come out just a few years later, you know, Steph Curry coming into the NBA, kind of changing opinions about shooters in the NBA, that somebody smaller could still – shoot and light up a, a a scoreboard and guys are getting big contracts that can do that, JC would absolutely be in the league. Yeah. Yeah, but, no look, doubt. He had a successful, very long career, won championships at the highest level outside of the NBA, uh, and uh, certainly a, a class act. In, uh, oh, yeah. And like you said, without a doubt, first ballot, no-brainer, Hall of Famer. Like, that's coming for him. Hey, did uh, did Gary Wilkinson make the Hall of, or Ty Wesley? Those guys have, is, I know Tony Brown's made it right in Utah State Athletics from basketball. Spencer Nilton made it. Is that right? Um, pretty sure. Uh, I think uh, Gary was just this last year, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Okay, I, I didn't know. I gotta look it up. Yeah, I gotta look it up. I didn't know. Um, Ty Wesley. I did. I I don't know if he made it as well. Three three six four texted. Oh, this isn't good. Uh, Eric, is your negative childish co-host an only child, the youngest child, or or older than twelve years old mentally? <laughs> Judas wow. Priest. Hello. Uh, good morning or afternoon to you too. Three three six four. Hope you're having a good day. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently you're not. <laughs> oh man. I guess that's how you know you made it in radio when you got people who don't like you, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, let's see. In basketball, uh, Eric Franson was inducted this last year. Um, no relation. Uh, Tony Brown uh, was inducted in 2018 along with uh, Kevin Nixon. Uh, in 2017... Not really seeing any. Well, Nate Harris was along with Stu Morrill. Nate belongs in there. Yeah, absolutely. But no, no, you're right. No Gary Wilkinson. No, no Ty S- Wesley. Ty Wesley. Wasn't no Ty Spencer. Wesley an All American or like an honorable mention All American? He was. But Nate, huh? Okay. Well, hopefully we can get that taken care of. I mean, Kevin. I guess. But as they said, Kevin Robinson just got put in. And, yeah, that, it, and that guy was an takes, All-American kick returner. Yeah. <laughs> right. Time time there's I don't know what kind of time they feel needs to be uh Me neither. need to uh, uh elapse between when they do that. Um but uh hmm. yeah, you you'd think that they would definitely get in. Oh, sorry. Spencer Nelson was inducted in 2015. I was going to say I thought he was in there. So, but Ty and Gary are not, huh? JC will make it. He'll be in there sh- soon enough. Sam will be in there at some point down the road, I'd say. Oh, that'll probably be uh, a few years. Namiya Shketa, same same ordeal. 
I'm going to ask you, Eric. Does Craig Smith make the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame? No. No? Probably not. Three straight Mountain West Conference Championship appearances. Two of those are wins. And he upset the fourth-ranked team to do it in the country. Probably just because uh, I don't know if he would have been here long enough. Yeah, but what he did in those three years is so impressive. It was impressive. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't mean to take away from that. No, I, just, no, no, I don't no, know no, if yeah. he was here long enough. Okay. I, I don't, but, I mean, a player can be here for three years and have an impact and make it into the Hall of Fame. Gary Anderson. Uh, good question. I say yes because of what he did to the program after Brent Guy. Dude, and, and, and if anybody knows what the state of the program was in, it's you and then it's these awesome listeners, these Aggie faithful listeners who know. I, I, I didn't really understand because I wasn't keeping up like I should have been. But the Aggie listeners understand how important Gary was in that first rendition of his term here. Um, I know the second term didn't go as well as he was hoping for. but Totally changed the culture at Utah State and in the Valley about a, how people view football. Yeah, won a bowl game. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, got the Aggies into the top 25. Yeah. Yeah, got, yeah that's right. That, I mean, he's a won Hall of Famer. Whack. Dude, he's – come on. That, that resume is pretty – Pretty good. I, I know, like I said, didn't end on the great highest of notes, but I think, I think he's earned that spot. Um, two seven eight seven text in. Wait a minute, did Coach Craig Smith leave? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he. Maybe he's just rhetorically. It's like a rhetorical question. Like, yes, he did leave. Absolutely. Uh, he went to Utah. Just what eighty foot? It's eighty five minutes south of us. Uh, to go coach uh, a rival in the Pac-12. But, you know, and I think after months of thinking about it and sitting on it, he did what he thought was best. I know it hurts us, and it angers us a little bit, a lot of it. Um, but when if someone's going to triple your salary and give you the opportunity to go coach at a Power 5 school, you know, and and just what they have there. What Utah State's trying to build up to is what that Utah already has. University of Utah already has. And you just you, if Eric, I love you. I love this station. I love the people. Um two seven eight seven. What the crap is he thinking? When did this happen? Where the heck have I been? Um okay, so two seven eight seven. I'm not sure where you've been, buddy. Uh but yeah, Craig Smith left Utah. Wasn't it just in March? It was yeah, right it after the It was like right season. after the NCAA tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bud. So Craig Smith's no longer coaching. Uh, just so you know, in case you you missed it, uh, Ryan Odom, who is a formerly the I can't believe we're talking about this. Uh, formerly the head coach at UMBC, who upset number one Virginia, uh, is now the head coach at Utah State. Uh, none of the coaching staff that w- existed at Utah State is there anymore. Everybody, director of ops included, is all gone. Uh, Dave Raglin, the former assistant, has got a job at Butler. Eric Peterson went with Coach uh, Smith to Utah. 5452. This texter cannot be for real. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other 5242. Yes, 33. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, gotcha. 
Yes. Um, but yeah, so uh, 2787, I don't know if you're being real or not, but he is gone. Ryan Odom's new head coach for the basketball team. Really good dude. We had him on our show yesterday. Yep. So I don't know if you missed Great that. Great rundown about his roster and its versatility. And what maybe two seven eight seven is giving me grief. Maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe. maybe he's just joking around. Uh, maybe okay. So wait, one more firmly. One more coach I want to ask about for the Hall of Fame: Matt Wells. Yes or no? Uh, um, I mean, there are not many football coaches in consideration for the Athletics Hall of Fame. I mean, what what's our criteria? I mean. Conference championships? Okay, maybe. Matt never won a conference championship. He competed for one. Bowl games? Went to many bowl games. Won several of them. Um, Matt Wells led a team that was ranked Got into the top 25. Point. Yeah, got into the top 16. Was I mean, there were discussions of a, of a big, big bowl game the weekend of the Boise State game. Um, God, yeah. I don't I Gary's in there. And uh, Matt was here for six years. Uh, four of them were good years, right? Four were good. I I, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Two seven eight seven. That makes me sick. I hope our new coach can stand on what Coach Smith has done. He's not joking. And take USU basketball even further. No, I'm not joking around. I completely missed that news. It's been a long summer. Um. Why? Well, I hope your summer's been all right. I hope you're okay. Two seven eight seven. It's. It's good to have you listening to the show. Well, I like Ryan Odom. I love Ryan Odom. Uh, I think he's. Uh, I think he's. I, the things that I'm going to say about Ryan Odom are not to say that the other guy did not embody these things. I I'm, don't act- mean, I'm. I don't mean to say something. I know where you're going with this. To contrast where the other guy I is. I know where you're going with this. I'm just going to say what I really like about Ryan Odom. No, go ahead. I think he's sincere. I think he's very cerebral. I, I think that he uh, is genuine about how he is looking forward to coaching his guys up and the way he plans on using them, too. A, a, a versatile roster, guys that can do multiple things on the court. And this is a guy who's had success, who's won at a high level uh, at a small school, knocked off the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. So I, I'm excited about about uh, what Coach Odom is going to bring to Utah State University. Yeah, Coach, and look, there's... Um, for two seven eight seven, uh, his dad, Coach Odom's dad, was the coach of Wake Forest. He coached Tim Duncan and Chris Paul. Uh, he's got like there's just that mindset, like that brainiac in him, and it's translated to Coach Odom. Um, his brother is a scout for the Utah Jazz. Uh, I was told, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on air. Hope I don't get in trouble. Uh, the uh, former GM of the Utah Jazz, now in an advisory role, was actually at Utah State's practice today. Oh. Uh, saying hello to the uh, Aggies. That's cool. That just it, and that's pretty darn cool. Um, yeah. So I I would uh, I would say this is gonna be a good. Uh, it's a great hire. It, it's a home run hire for Hartwell and the Utah State basketball team. The basketball team is really thrilled about. It. The players love the guy already. They absolutely love him. Um, they've developed a great relationship already with him, and so that's that's pretty neat. I'm I'm all about that. I'm pretty excited for him. And I appreciate his honesty, too. I think the biggest question mark a lot of us have is at the center position for Utah State. Namish Keta, such an impactful player. I mean, Utah State didn't just replace Sam Merrill after he left. You don't do that. You no, can't, can't just replace a guy like Sam. Same thing with the uh, Nimi. But there are questions about who fills that role, who takes the minutes, and how do they get utilized. And that's something that this team is working through. 
not just with who they have, but also some guys aren't quite available because they're coming back from some some minor injuries or some minor off-season surgeries. So uh, how that center position it gets filled is going to be very different because under uh, Craig Smith's tenure, he always had Sam Merrill. Uh, or, well, I guess his last year he didn't, but he always had Nimi. He always had Nimi Ishketa in the low post. Craig Smith always had Nimi there uh, on his roster. Uh, this is going to be different. It's going to be different how that center gets used and how he affects the team offensively and defensively. And um, that, that creates some excitement, but also, I think, some anxiety yeah, for definitely. fans. Yeah, absolutely. But I, and I, I think with the guys that he's brought in, the transfers, uh, EJ or E-Rock. RJ uh, Edelrock? I, yeah, I call him E-Rock as a nickname because that's what the guys out there call him. So I just call him E-Rock now. It's just kind of stuck with me <laughs> um uh and then uh, horvath is going to be a monster i think he's going to be really good he's very versatile can shoot well from the perimeter eric and yet can play that big man position and he's physical and he can go up and get boards kind of what you really need out of the guy uh Iraq is a score i mean he's a legitimate score he wants to go score every time he has the ball uh, and he can create in really really good ways rylan jones as you already mentioned i think rylan's going to be uh, i think Pure guess, obviously. I would imagine he's your starting point guard. I think Shulga's going to be getting better now. He's got experience underneath his belt. That kid is going to be a player for Utah State. Well, I liked how Coach Odom uh, highlighted his defense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's something I kind of didn't notice until probably like the last three conference games of the season. I was like, this guy plays good D, and he's not afraid of anybody. Like He'll D up anybody. He's got like that little swag in him. You'll love to see. So I'm okay with that. Um, and just so everybody's aware, by the way, basketball media days will be virtual this year, so that means everybody will be able to participate. Eric and I will be a part of that as well. Uh, the men's basketball day is October 21st for Utah State. Uh, it will Coach Odom and, and Justin, Justin Bean, Bean, right? Yep. Yep. And then uh, women's basketball day will be one week earlier. Uh, Coach Kayla Arden and Emmy Harris will be a part of that. So we'll get audio from both, and we'll have audio from uh, a few other teams that we consider uh, necessary to have and to cut audio of, so it, it should be a fun Mount West Conference, especially in men's basketball. You look at the coachings, the coaches around the Mount West Conference. In case two seven eight seven missed it, um, Tim Miles at, at San Jose State, Richard Patino's at New Mexico, uh, Kevin is it Fulger, Kevin oh, what's his name at UNLV uh, could be really good. I've, I've heard good things about him. Uh, you got Leon Rice at Boise State, obviously. You have Nico Medved, who interviewed in every job around the country and then came back because he realized, oh, I got everybody coming back. I have a chance here, so let's do this. Um, yeah, I just It's going to be a really it's low really, Mount West conference, Eric. It's a who's who of coaches for basketball. Um, it's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be a tough league. Yeah, it is. It it's is. going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And it, it creates a lot of great games. Dutcher is still at San Diego State. Dude, and that team doesn't rebuild. They reload. And I'm sure they're doing the exact same. And they went to the transfer portal and killed it. They're going to be good again. Uh, 9315, Ajay, this year, speak Aggies basketball games into existence. If so, tell us now. I'm not saying a word yet. I'm saving it. I'm saving it all. Speak games into existence? Like, yeah. Okay. Tell them, you know, tell you guys who's when they're going to win or lose. I'm I'm not doing that yet. I'm going to wait. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess when we get closer, then then you'll get into. We that. man, our first games in 21 days. Well, actually, it's an exhibition game, but yeah, 21 days. I'm excited. 
And they got, what, Weber State, BYU both on the road. That's kind of a bummer, actually, that they don't get both teams at home, but that's the way COVID kind of planned it. So you got to deal with the deal with what you're given. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun basketball season, and then with that basketball season just starting, Eric, you'll have football also kind of getting down the stretch, and this team could be in the Mount West Conference Championship, maybe hosting or on the road, and then they also um, they'll also uh, you know have I mean they'll be in a bowl game. There's no question they're gonna be in a bowl game. That's guaranteed. So I think with time. what's remaining on the schedule. Utah State absolutely has an opportunity to do that, but you so always this, have the but. But why did three three six four call me a negative childish dude? Uh, there are concerns about the Utah State defense. <clears throat> uh, there's some stats that are out uh, after the first five games of the season so far, and Utah State it's like they need to work on a few things. So, kind of uh, what we're going to do today is give some assessments about how things have gone so far for Utah State. Uh, we're we're not technically at the halfway point, but it kind of feels like the halfway point. No, I, I feel like we're at the halfway point. Like The bye week doesn't count for me, so next week is your six-week mark, right? And so I think we're there. Um, so what kind of grades would you give to the team overall, to the offense, to the defense? This is a good question. Especially, you know, different uh, uh, position groups. Is it, It's a self-assessment week. That's what teams do during bye weeks, not just get healthy and rest, but they do a lot of self-assessment. So what kind of assessment would you give Utah State football so far this year in the 2021 football season? We'll discuss that coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Bald truck tires. Yup, I'm well aware winter is coming. Have you seen my truck? Big truck with really big tires. Big tires come with a big price tag. That's why I'm headed to Express Auto and Tire. Really big tires only cost $25. Yup, really big truck tires, really little price. Only $25 per tire. Express Auto and Tires selling every used tire in stock for only $25. Yes, snow tires. Yes, truck tires. Yes, every tire only $25. Visit Express Auto and Tire at 3200 North Main, Hyde Park. This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. October is our anniversary month. We've been helping couples find the perfect rings for over a decade. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary dinner. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring shopping or anniversary shopping at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. We have over 3,000 rings in stock, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached, no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Sweeto Burrito. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Sweeto is on us. Make date night special. Make it Jarek's. The Renegade Sports Park in Logan now has side-by-side rentals available. Plus, hard-to-find e-bikes on sale at Renegade Sports. Top-of-the-line Rambo and Fancy Key bikes on sale at end-of-season prices. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville has more side-by-side Terex, Razors, and Can-Am Mavericks than anyone in the state of Utah. Get yours today. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville. Leader follow. You decide the ride. Have you heard of Beko Appliances yet? If not, you will be hearing a lot more about them. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Beko is known for its high quality and affordable prices, and we are very excited to add them to our appliance lineup. Stoves, fridges, dishwashers, all made by Europe's finest manufacturer. Get these top-of-the-line appliances back with our exclusive service. That's right, we service what we sell. Daryl's West on Airport Road. In beautiful downtown Benson. 
I'm Nate Crackman. This week in the Mountain West, Nevada wins at Boise State for the first time in 24 years. Jay Norvell joins the show to talk about his defense's dominant second-half performance. Plus, Colorado State with some positive momentum after a strong showing at Iowa two weeks ago. Can the Rams carry that into conference play? It's all this week here on the Mountain West Radio Network. Thursday afternoon during the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Interview analysis and a little bit of fun mixed in the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan eric franson aj salveson here on the full court press you want to chime in, we'd love to get your assessment of Utah State football so far. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Also, we've got uh, What Went Wrong Wednesday, who said it, actor, athlete, or coach. Um, you know, they've got the wild card games, Major League Baseball. We had one last night. we got another one tonight. And who has the easiest path to the World Series? as these Major League Baseball playoffs are getting underway. Uh, but first, Ajay, let's look at the Utah State football team. And one of the, the I guess, uh, the premise of uh, this topic kind of was spurred by uh, some recent data published by The Athletic. Uh, they put together all teams in college football at this level, 130 teams, and they evaluated, okay, how many games have you played, uh, how many drives did you give up? What was your stop rate? And uh, what, were your, what were the opponents like points per drive? And so those are a few key metrics to look at defense. There's a lot of things you can look at about trying to evaluate a team's defensive efficiency and how good they are or whatnot. But these are some decent ones to consider. Uh, how often do your opponents get up and down the field and how often do they score? Sounds like those are pretty good metrics of what your defense is. So there's some Mountain West teams that are in the top 25. Looks pretty good. But there's also a number in the bottom 25, and that includes Utah State. They're ranked 115. Uh, they've, they allow opponents to score uh, 2.39 points per drive, one of the lowest and uh, their stop rate is only 57.8%. So they're not doing a particularly great job of getting teams off the field. In contrast, the number one team is Georgia. Bulldogs are playing phenomenal defense right now. Their stop rate, 93.4%, and giving up only 0.26 points per drive. Quite a difference. Uh, by the way, Utah State's upcoming opponent is UNLV, ranked 125. 50% stop rate and uh, 2.94 points per drive. So the Aggies should be able to move the ball and score on UNLV. But will the Aggies be able to stop the Rebels? Yeah, and I'll ask you this question. I'll ask our listeners this question too because I want to make sure I'm not being overly biased when I answer this. So if our listeners will help me out here, 435-339-0321, text me and tell me if I'm biased here. The reason why they're 115 is based on the teams that they're playing. Like, 
Air Force is offensively a nightmare to deal with. Boise State offensively, I mean, I don't just George Helani and Shakir can do. I mean, that's a talented offense in my opinion, and BYU is a monster, a train to deal with as well. So I feel like those numbers. I wouldn't. I don't want to use the word skewed. But maybe inflated because of the competition that they've played. And I think those numbers for the defense that they've given up in regards to yards and such, I think those will all go down significantly in the last six games of the season. I just I think they're gonna maybe give up no more than seven points to UNLV. I don't think UNLV scores more than seven against Utah State. Well, UNLV has certainly struggled to win games, but they've been a lot closer in their last couple. They are making improvements, so they're they're a dangerous team in my mind. Uh, they've not won a game in two years, and they're absolutely hungry. They don't want to be embarrassed, uh, but still, they're they're not a great team. Uh, but look, Air Force, we we talk about Utah State and um, kind of what they've done, and maybe some of their struggles. Air Force, you brought up the the Falcons. Their defense, allegedly number 23. Their stop rate is 75.5, giving up 1.57 points per drive. The Aggies moved the ball against Air Force. They were able to score. They weren't able to slow them down as much as they probably needed to, enough to win. But the Aggie offense is what's really saving this team and has really put them in the position where they are now at a very favorable 3-2 and two record um, early in the season. So uh, it, the, the offense has been doing some good things. Defense has made some plays, but they have to be more consistent and a little more stout to get teams off the field. Yeah, and that's, again, I, well... In that regard, I think it's on them. I mean, they've given up a lot of third and long. It's like third and 12, third and 11, third and 10. Uh, ends up being a gain of 13, 14, 15 yards on just really simple over-the-middle routes, right? Uh, there's a couple times where they just absolutely blown coverage and you find a wide-open receiver 20 yards down the field. But as critical as we are at the defense, Eric, I don't feel like they get as mu- they should get as much of the blame as the offense should. The offense is the problem, not the defense. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, come on, man. The boy In that Boise State game, how many times did the defense get put in a really horrific spot because of the offense? Whether it was going three and out in a minute and 15 seconds, whether it was a turnover, whether it was a fake punt uh, on your own 23. Like, there's just, I mean, the offense, in my opinion, it's the offense's issue. Not the defense. I don't think the defense is that much of a problem. I think they're playing great. They're just getting put in really, really bad spots versus teams that are offensively extremely talented. Okay, so if you are to give a letter grade for the offense and then a letter grade for the defense, what would you give at this point of the season? Yeah, uh, I'd give a C to the offense and I'd give a B to the defense. <laughs> a C? Yeah. Uh, this is one of the most uh, high-powered offenses in in the top 25 in the, wow. in the country. Sure as heck looked like it in the last two weeks, didn't it, Eric? Well, you you said it before. It's a context of who they're playing. Yeah, so then why'd you can't, why can't you take that same thought to the defense? So I, you put, you put a C on the offense and a D on the defense? No, 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 no. I put a C to the offense and a B to the oh, defense. B. Okay, sorry. Uh, so I would say I, I'd give the... I'm of the mind where I give the offense a B 
a full letter grade higher than you. Um, and I put the defense. Uh, I put the defense at a C. So just flip flop it. Yeah. Yeah. Eight nine three one five. A team that could win the Mountain West Championship, or uh, sorry, could a team that wins the Mountain West Championship have the same defense and play like USU's defense has been? Yeah, I I, I think USU's defense is. I mean, in my opinion, uh, it sounds like Eric and I kind of disagree here, but in my opinion, I think the defense has been fine. It's the offense that's having issues, not scoring the football, having having drives go three and out in thirty seconds, uh, having the ball in the red zone and not being able to score it. That's where the issue is. The defense has had how many times their backs against the wall, ball in the red area, whether it's a 20, 15, 10-yard line, and the defense has had to make a goal line stand and hold them to a field goal numerous times. I mean, that third quarter against BYU was so frustrating. The defense shut out BYU in the third quarter only for the offense to go three and out how many consecutive drives. That was really frustrating, Eric. Yeah, it was frustrating. But the offense also has shown that it can have big explosive plays. They can have multiple guys score at, at, at different places on the field. They can extend drives. They, yes, there's a few cases where they've gone three and out in 30 seconds, and that's frustrating for a defense, no question. But those are those don't happen with a lot of regularity. Utah State has shown that it can sustain a long drive up and down the field. They have shown they, they do struggle in the red zone. Yes. That is absolutely something that has to be fixed. That's why you don't give them anything higher than a B. Certainly, they've they've already exceeded a lot of expectations of where people thought they'd be overall for the season at this point anyway. But still, uh, I, I think some perspective, I think the offense is looking pretty good. That yeah. offensive line, which we had big questions about, is doing a fine job of protecting the quarterback and creating gaps and opportunities in the run game. One one eight one text in and gives his grades. He says, offense at a C+. Plus. They can't score TDs in the red zone. Defense, a C. They can't stop people. 3886. No way. Defense is the issue. How many turnovers have the Aggies created? Do we expect our offense to score 35 in order to win? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point. Um,. And, and that's the thing. The defense has created turnovers only for the Aggies not to turn them into points. But then there's times where the defense has, I mean, like the offense will put points on the board only for the defense to give up a long run, a big drive, a third and long to kill momentum. It's it's happened quite a bit, especially I think uh, BYU and Air Force are the two games that stick out to me the most. Uh, 9310. The defense has been good outside of the Air Force game. We do struggle to put pressure on the quarterback but we don't give up many explosives and wait for the offense to make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. There's not a lot of explosive plays get being given up by the defense right now. I know there's – I mean, the Air Force game had its issues without question. Uh, Boise, I thought we held our own all right, and I, and I feel like the, the BYU game they did fine. But hey, Look, through five games, Utah State has had more explosive plays than their opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, and that – They've, I, I agree. I think they've done a better job of keeping people in front of them. There have been some that, yeah, that stand out that are frustrating, that uh, the angles were wrong or the way they played it was was bad. But those are things that are getting uh, addressed during the bye week. Yeah, and and, and that by the way, that's a really good thing is is that we have a bye week. I mean, you really, essentially, you had three physical weeks of football. But if you want to add. 
North Dakota to that, and you could, honestly, and no one would complain with you. That's four straight weeks of really physical football, and finally they get a bye week, and then you're in a more uh, coast wide, or I guess coast easy schedule. UNLV, New Mexico, Wyoming. I guess Wyoming's not coast by any means, but Colorado State, Hawaii. New Mexico State. New Mexico State definitely would be on there. Nine three one five. I give the Aggies a passing grade due to uh, us being ahead of schedule with the new coaching staff, and that's and that's a good point. You think about you know where these kids were and where this team was before the season started, and and where the expectations were. You're three and two on the season. You're- and one of those victories is something that very very few coaches in Utah State's history have been able yeah, to do. Been able to do yep. get a win at a Power Five school yep and on the road also doing it air force as well uh and now you've got games like unlv hawaii wyoming Colorado state san jose state new mexico state as you mentioned new mexico i just his schedule eases up a lot here down the stretch now the question is eric is can they take advantage of it and play high quality football where these grades of c's and b's can go to a's which they should honestly they should we shouldn't have issues against UNLV defensively or offensively. And if we do, I'm if we give up 20-plus points to UNLV, I'm going to be really worried. Uh, I remember John Russell came in. He stopped by yeah. and said... Love Johnny. After the Yankees, like, they had this great start. Now, this was before Boise and BYU when he stopped in. He said, now, if the Yankees start to lose some games, have our expectations changed? Like, if they don't win seven games, are we going to be disappointed? If the Aggies don't get there, if they don't win six games, are we going to dis- be you know really disappointed on this team? Where before the season, man, everybody, Las Vegas was saying three and a half, and this was a rebuilding year and a new coaching staff, and we weren't sure about things. They started winning some games, and now our expectations start to change. So we need to kind of remember kind of what we thought about this team before, and and, uh, and believe me, I'm included in that. Uh, I've been pleasantly surprised with where this team is at right now. Yeah. I think they're off to a great start. So I, if I were given an overall grade to the team, um, I, I probably would, even though I gave a B to the offense and a C to the defense, I'd probably still overall give it a B plus just because they're ahead of schedule. Yeah. A lot. Of, yeah. Uh, one, two, seven, nine. They've been, and I love this this comment by one two seven nine. This is really good. They've both been so hot and cold. They can score and then don't do anything for long periods. Defense always gives ten yard cushion, and anyone can get five to ten yards on any play. Offense B minus. Defense C. Those thoughts are spot on. Mm. I yeah, I mean point. honestly, there's times where like the like the offense can put up points like crazy, and then they don't score for like a whole entire quarter. There's times where the defense can shut you down when you know they're on their when the offense is on the 10-yard line, and then, but when the offense has their backs against the wall and you're a defense and you have them in third and 15, we give up a 30-yard run. A 30-yard run, Eric. And it just, it, it flips the field. It's crap like that. Yeah, I, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, 5662, uh, let's see here. Maybe the numbers are a touch inflated. We'll see how the defense performs the rest of the season. Let's be honest. The rest of the schedule doesn't compare talent-wise to what the Aggies had to deal with these first five games. The defense has held their own for the most part, been been put into some sticky situations. The offense has moved the ball well, struggled in the red zone. The BYU game would have looked much different with three straight stops in the third quarter by our defense if the offense could have scored some points. Overall, everything is still on the table for the Aggies to compete in the conference. 
They could possibly win out if they get things figured out and make a Mountain West Conference championship. See, that's the end goal, like right? Like you you still have your foot in the door for a Mountain West Conference championship appearance. It's absolutely still a possibility. Because I can tell you right now, Boise's not beating Fresno in Fresno. And Boise's not beating San Diego State in San Diego State. No way. The door is still open. Oh, wide open. Swung wide open. Thank you, Nevada. Yeah, this and is you far need to from finish over. off the texture from five six six two. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, will you? Says I didn't expect to have these high of expectations for this team at the first of the season. Kudos to Anderson and his staff. And you know what? Not a lot of us did. Not a lot of us said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna be, you know, three and two going into the bye week." There, yeah, no way. I, I, I there's a lot of us who felt that way. But and again, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm thrilled about it, and I honestly think that Wyoming's the only team that stands in their way of uh, of a loss. I think Wyoming's the only team. Get through Wyoming. I think everything yeah. else is all right. Yeah, uh, Wyoming will be a challenge, dude. They're under, they, they, and do you know what? They're quietly undefeated. Like nobody's talking about Wyoming, Eric. Nobody. Everyone's talking about San Diego State, Fresno State, Nevada, Boise, Utah State. No one is talking about Wyoming, and they they love it because when they come here in late October in a night game. Freezing cold weather. That is their vicinity. That is their backyard. And it won't affect them in the least bit. <laughs> uh, they always play great defensively. Oh, man. They add, and by the way, you can expect to, to see some, some bodies laying on the field in that game. Sean Chambers is back. He's a great quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's a, he a baller. Yeah, he's a problem, man. It's a handful. Uh, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your letter grades for Utah State uh, at this Kind of halfway point. We'll put that midterm label on it, if you will. Uh, what kind of letter grade would you give the offense? What about the defense? And what about the team overall? We'll continue to discuss that coming up on the Full Court Press. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skin care, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written in Telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston. You're finally sleeping better, Lewiston. We thought that you were all insomniacs. Now we can relax. Good job, Lewiston. I got to tell you, though, I am concerned about Menden. My mattress by the new Walmart. For your next anniversary, give her the gift of diamonds from S.E. Needham Jewelers. Diamond jewelry makes a woman feel cherished. She'll also be impressed with your fine taste. Choose from an extensive selection of diamond earrings, diamond pendants, diamond bands, and diamond bracelets. You can expect the best price every day of the year. No need to negotiate because we offer our best price up front with our exclusive Integrity Price Guarantee. Essie Needham's is known for quality jewelry for more than a century. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. 
Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services, here when you need us most. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. If you want to chime in, 435-339-0321. Hey, I know you got to get into some more numbers really quickly, though. Uh, a couple of texts came through, 9315. I don't think that Wyoming is that good. Look at the teams they've played. My expectations are that, are that they should win out. If the Aggies don't, I might be a little bit bummed. 9463. Oh, this is cool. Shout out to Zach Skinner at Ridgeline Golf for shooting a 7-under 65, Eric. 6-under uh, 30 on the back nine at the state championship at Birch Creek today for a six-shot lead going into tomorrow. Ooh, wow! Nice. I know the Man, I wish I could do that. Team uh, looking very solid. That's awesome. Uh, five two four Force two. Uh, da, 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 who will be more successful in their first year, Blake Anderson or Ryan Odom? Who do you guys want to have a better first year? I want both of them to be very successful. It's like having me choose between my children. Like who's my favorite? Well, that's easy. You told me who your favorite is. Just Tell me, tell them on the air. <laughs> Come on, your that. kids are listening. Look, uh, it's, it's hard. impossible. It's it's hard for Ryan Owen to be successful with as many games, and I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I think the Mountain West Conference in basketball is more talented than the Mountain West Conference in football. Um, I think you're probably correct. So I will say that Blake Anderson will be more successful, but Ryan Odom is dealing with a more difficult conference. I think in their I, sport. I think you're right. I think Ryan Odom has a tougher challenge ahead of him than Blake Anderson does. Yeah. Um, but who do I? Who will be more successful? Uh, I think it'll probably be Blake. And I guess that determines. There's some question: How do we determine success? Is it uh, exceeding expectations? Then that should be pretty easy for Blake to do. But. Um, I think that Blake Anderson will probably be more successful in his first year than Odom will be. But trying to pick one? Come on. Yeah, I better not pick any. I can't do that. Yeah, it's not fair for me to be doing that. (laughs) Uh, What letter grade would you give to Utah State offensively, defensively, as a team so far? We're kind of at that midway point of 5-2-5-3 weighing in. B-minus overall. Losing points for execution. Correct. However, C, C-minus for special teams. Yes. I miss Scarver's explosive plays. Yes. I wish we had a more su- more success using the trick plays we've tried. I would absolutely special agree Special teams this. has been good, but that's all nothing overly impressive. I couldn't add a, such a great text from 5253. Uh, five, Eric, and we haven't talked about that enough. You've had kicks blocked, kicks missed. Save on Scarver's averaging like, what, maybe 18 yards a return? We just, have gotten, we just haven't gotten any help from the special teams. That's such a good point. Uh, five two four two, not including Boise State, a minus. Okay, uh, the the Boise State game was really frustrating for a lot of reasons. Oh, so many reasons. Oh my goodness gracious, they were self inflicted. Yeah, absolutely. But that's why you grade them, right? I mean, that's <laughs> that's how you grade them. They they messed up on yeah. 
Absolutely. we got to take a break, though. Yeah, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Uh, keep the text rolling in. Love to get your grades and assessments of Utah State football so far. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752-9493. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Ahoy, me hearties! Do you have pirate blood in your veins? Are you a scallywag on the hunt for gold? Adventure awaits the brave of heart at Halloween on the high seas at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Explore the seaside carnival. Find a shipwreck and lost treasure. And discover sea creatures from the deep. Get your tickets today at thelivingplanet.com slash Halloween. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, don't forget Napa Auto Parts. When you get there, you're getting the best. If you need stuff for your car, need a new battery, need new wiper blades, lots of different things for your vehicle to make sure it runs right. If you don't know how to do it, they can help you install it. Or they'll even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians who can do it as well. That's Napa Auto Parts. They've got five locally owned locations from Preston to Providence, they sponsor Dan Patrick above the noise. Uh, a few more texts that have come through on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, 9310, uh, I think we threw it out there. How would you determine who was having more success, the basketball or, or football? And uh, 9310 says, if the basketball team is in the top four of the Mountain West, they exceed my expectations, but I expect to at least be above 500 in the conference. Hmm. Okay, and nine three one five. I think Ryan Odom and Blake Anderson's success is kind of like a shake. Lots of really good flavors, so it's hard to say which one's more successful because <laughs> they're all good. <laughs> That's a good point. I like. That. I like. I like nine three one zero's text. Um, to expect to be at least fi- above five hundred in the conference in a tough conference to be at least above five hundred. That's a success, in my opinion. That's a great text by 9310. So, middle tier, you'd say? Yeah, even middle of the tier. Look, again, Eric, we've talked about it. That's a real, there's some talent in this conference this year. See, I would... Uh, middle tier, but they'd have to be upper middle tier. So, Lower four? top tier. Yeah, yeah. It's like four. Five, four, five. Yeah, yes. okay. That's, yeah, that's that's doable for me. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, no disagreements on my end. And I think it's absolutely achievable. Oh, heavens gracious, yeah. If not They've got talent on this team. they got depth. Absolutely. 
All right, coming up next hour, Major League Baseball playoffs underway. We'll th- recap what happened last night and preview what's on tap for tonight. Uh, what went wrong Wednesday, if you have a nomination that we should consider on a what went wrong Wednesday. And uh, who said it, actor, athlete, or coach? That's coming up next hour. And uh, continue to look at uh, the Major League Baseball playoffs. Like Who has the easier path to the World Series as the playoffs are now officially underway? That's coming up next hour here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last night's wild card game between the Yankees and Red Sox probably won't stand out in the long-storied history of this rivalry. There's no Bucky Dent moment, no Bloody Sock, no Dave Roberts steal, Aaron Boone home run, even Pedro Martinez getting into it with Don Zimmer. Instead, we got to watch the Red Sox take control early and not let go and picking up the win. Boston pitcher Nathan Avaldi was brilliant, while the Yankees ace Garrett Cole was not. The Yankees squandered some opportunities in a disappointing night. We've become used to these two teams being the best in baseball, but now Boston advances to face the Rays, who have been the true best team in the American League all season. I'm sure some fans are disappointed that we only get to see one Yankees-Red Sox playoff game, but Boston beat New York fair and square. It might not be a highlight in the long history of this rivalry, but the Red Sox move on and a chance to make another championship run. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Hey, Dan Patrick here. You've heard me talking about Get Upside on the show, the free app that pays you up to 25 cents cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. I've got a special offer for my listeners. Right now, when you use the promo code FOOTBALL, you'll receive a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents per gallon cash back. So do the math. Let's say you have an SUV or a truck, standard 20-gallon tank, promo code FOOTBALL. That earns you $10. That's 10 extra dollars in your pocket just for buying gas, something you have to buy anyway, basically free money. Stop overpaying for gas and start earning cash back with GetUpside. It's the easiest decision you'll make all day. Download GetUpside in the App Store or Google Play and start earning cash back just for buying gas. And remember, use that promo code FOOTBALL. You'll get the bonus 25 cents per gallon cash back. That's promo code FOOTBALL. Good luck. Get up. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Need a new battery? New wiper blades? When you pull into one of the five locally owned Preston Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they could even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts. One hundred years. Al Sporting Goods is celebrating their one hundred year anniversary. Buy a thirty-two ounce hydro flask and get a thirty-two ounce Al Special Edition for free. Stand socks, buy one get one at fifty percent off. Camelback Hog Hydration Packs, thirty-nine dollars. Regular price one hundred sixty. You save seventy-five percent. Save nearly fifty percent on a Camp Chef SE Pellet Grill, only three hundred forty-nine. Al Sporting Goods one hundred year anniversary. Celebration every sport, every season. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 1069thefan.com. We are And here's what you need to know. The Urban Meyer Apology Tour keeps on trucking. Days after unflattering videos on social media surfaced of the Jags head coach, he said today the team's support of him hasn't wavered. I'd say 
of our leadership committee, I had at least eight to ten phone calls in order where they called me and they were over the top supportive and said, we've well, we got you, now. we move forward. NFL Network notes the Packers are close to moving forward on a deal with recently released linebacker Jalen Smith. The Bears are pinning Justin Fields as QB1 for the foreseeable future. Seahawks running back Chris Carson dealing with a neck injury has assumed a game-time decision tomorrow against the Rams. The Panthers scooping up defensive back Stephon Gilmore by sending a sixth-round draft pick to the Patriots. And later tonight at 8-10 Eastern, it's the Dodgers and Cardinals converging in the NL wildcard game. Max Scherzer and Adam Wainwright on the bump. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, it's Eric Franson and Ajay Salveson. We are halfway through the week, and we're going to say we're halfway through the Utah State football season. They do have a bye week this week. Five games in. They do play uh, UNLV next week in Las Vegas. But at this point, uh, kind of given our midterm grades, like how would you grade the offense? What letter grade would you give to the defense? What would you give to the team overall? Had some great texts under Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Also got our What Went Wrong Wednesday and Who Said It, actor, athlete, or coach. We're also going to be taking a look at Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, Game last night in Boston. Uh, Red Sox took care of business. A lot of runs scored in that one. Actually, frankly, very surprised with how many runs were scored uh, in that one. And then we've got another wild card game tonight. Again, two historic franchises facing each other. And uh, who will come out on top? And who has the easiest path to the World Series? So those are some of the topics we want to get through this hour. Also want to remind you that uh, we had some great conversations yesterday with Ryan Odom and J.C. Carroll. And if you missed those or if you want to go back and listen to them again, you can find the the, uh, audio portions of that on our podcast feed. Or you can go to 1069thefan.com. Just go to our podcast section, and uh, you can listen to the full show or just listen to those interviews separately. So really do appreciate their time yesterday and uh, very insightful from both of them, talking Aggie basketball future, uh, excuse me, present and past, maybe a little bit of future too, there with uh, Coach Odom and some of his perspective. Um, Getting to uh, some nominations, Ajay, coming in for What Went Wrong Wednesday. This is from 68991. What went wrong? Washington football team, Jacksonville Jaguars, New England Patriots. <sighs> Look, I, it really didn't go for New England. I, I, I don't think that's a what went wrong. They played a really good football team, and they lost by a field goal from 56 in a monsoon. That happens. It's football. Urban Meyer... Hanging out at his kid, grandkids' uh, birthday party, whatever, at a restaurant, sending him home, and then dancing. Oh well, not even dancing, just sitting on a stool, and letting a young girl come over and dance on him. 
That is what went wrong. That is just horrible. So stupid. And and the whole, like, as everybody heard at the top of the hour, well, yeah, I got, uh, you know, eight or nine phone calls and support. Dude, I bet four of those phone calls were like, hey, moron, do it again. You'll be looking at a job at USC. <laughs> like, just dumb. I mean, that's, it, what was he it, thinking? It was dumb. It, it was something that shouldn't have happened. Why are you, why do I think you're going to give me a butt here? I just, there have been some really bad things happening uh, that have happened with some current players that no one's talking about. Yeah, they are. What are you talking about? Like Watson in the uh, in with the uh, the Texans. There's Eric, like two dozen allegations of sexual assault, and no Eric, one's talking anything about this guy. It was a headline story for like a month and a half. It's still not resolved. Okay, but there's only so much you can report on it. I mean, what are you going to say the next day? Deshaun is still not playing base or football today. What do you like? What else is there to report on? There's nothing else until they come to a verdict. There's nothing. There's nothing there. One five seven zero. Deshaun Watson would be playing if he didn't have a problem with the Texans. <laughs> mm. He he has a big problem. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. Uh, did someone say? But it's what Urban did. Is that should he be kicked out? Should he be fired? No. It's embarrassing, but he shouldn't be fired over. Nah, it. and he won't be fired over it. No, and he shouldn't be. He won't be. Um, it's embarrassing. It's silly, but yeah. I think people are making a little bit too much of a deal out of this. Well, yes and no. He's Eric. a coach. Yeah, coaches shouldn't behave like that in public settings. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, not excusing it. I'm just saying the six eight nine one. Oh, I'm talking about the trade. Oh, dude, come on, six eight nine one. Do you know what he's talking about? My man. There was a trade, Mister Mister Gillock, defensive player of the year in 2019. Stephon Gilmore has been traded to the Panthers. Oh. That's right. Okay, I did hear something about that. That sucks. How was Washington involved? Uh, well, Washington. No, that's what went wrong, dude. It's Washington football. Do you know how bad they are? It's a joke. But yeah, six eight nine one. That trade from New England for for. So essentially, Eric, essentially, we gave up. Well, we lost Tom Brady. And uh, da, 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 Stephon Gilmore for I don't know a third round. Uh, well, I guess a th- a tentative third round pick that could drop to the fourth round. And I don't even know what we got back for Gilmore, dude. I just. I don't know what's going on. Oh, sorry. No, here, let me help you. Stephon Gilmore and Tom Brady are gone for a tentative third-round pick, which could drop to the fourth round, and a 23 sixth-round pick. So we lost... Well, Tom Brady wasn't traded. No, but the... the, Well, the third-round pick was based off of... It doesn't really equate. No, it does, because I think that the the third-round pick came off of a... Oh, how do I put it? Um, What is that word? Tampa Bay gave them a pick as like a sign and trade almost kind of thing. And then the Stefan Gilmore is gone to the Panthers for a sixth round pick. So he lost the greatest quarterback of all time and the 2019 defensive player of the year for a bottom third round pick and a sixth round pick. What the crap are we doing? This uh, 
sucks, man. Six eight nine one. By the way, Washington got raided by federal agents. What? Wow, I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. I haven't been really paying attention. Six eight nine one giving us the uh, news today. Yes. I love it. That sucks. You know, I'm so mad at the Patriots. What are we gonna do? We never catch a break. Uh, nine three one five. What went wrong Wednesday? No Aggie coaches, and something about Urban Meyer going to be kicked out of the NFL. Urban Meyer's not getting kicked out. I don't Aggie know what coaches? you mean by no Aggie coaches. Well, just no press conferences. Oh, okay. We had a coach yesterday for a long period of time. Okay, but he wants football coach. It's football season, Eric. That's true. It is. Come on. Well, basketball is practicing. <laughs> One five seven zero. Why is Urban Meyer controversy a controversy? I guarantee you, ninety percent of the Jaguar players have done worse things in the last month. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, if it's a video of a player, then it you know it might get viral and oh, here he is at a club, whatever, and it's just you know no big deal. But it's a coach. Yeah, that's the yeah. difference. Two six zero three. Aggies grayed out well. There's an obvious next steps to happen to get to the next level, but we are ahead from where we should be. They need to finish strong and win the Mountain Division. And Patriot fans are so whiny. That's true. Us Patriot fans are babies. We are annoying. We are worse. Actually, no, we're equal to the college level of BYU fans. Without question. We are equal to... The level of BYU fans. I would agree with 2603 on that. I just got a text from my man, Tony. We, I thought you were a Buccaneers fan now. You can't have two teams. Just admit you're a bandwagon jumper. I'm a Bucks guy. I love the Bucks. Right. Life, that lifelong Mike Allstop, baby. Wow. 6891. Uh, so am I. All right. See? 6789. <laughs> Good Lord. Six championships in 20 years, and you complain you never catch a break? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And oh, he, by the way, he says, it's the Pats. They don't overpay. I don't love the team, but they have a great process. They what, do have okay, that. Okay, so what? And again, 2603, I'm going to prove your point of the whiny part. I'm so sorry. But Eric and 6789, it's what we do with some of our best players. Like, Lawyer Malloy was the team captain. The team captain of the of uh, the first Super Bowl New England Patriots team, loved by the whole entire team. Loved. Guess what? We trade him because we can't come to a contractual obligation in 2001. Uh, what's his bucket? Dion Branch, Super Bowl MVP. So what do we do? We let him go. We don't sign him to a bigger contract in 05. Nope, 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 nope. We let him go to Seattle. And how bad has that hurt the team? It's it, well, it hurt the it hurt the Patriots the next year, right? Because they, I mean, they hate they hated Belichick. They let go of the most loved player. They got Ronnie Harrison a year later. He ended up being an absolute gem for those guys. Deion Branch leaves. They hurt in the receiver department for a few years. Wes Welker, Randy Moss, those guys come along. But then in two thousand nine, you give up Richard Seymour, who's a future Hall of Famer, right? And you sign Vince Wilfork to a franchise tag. Like some of this stuff just made no sense at all, and and so and I just it is so frustrating for me to have to deal with as a Patriots fan. I can't. I two six zero three fact. BYU fans are also Yankee and Patriot fans. Just <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'm not a BYU fan. 
<laughs> Don't compare me to a BYU fan. Pats have championships. BYU has Provo. <laughs> 1570. You can be a Raider fan and trade away Khalil Mack and Amari oh, Cooper. Oh, that's true. Hey, but your Raiders are doing all right. 1570. I mean, you're what? 3 and 1 on the season. You had a tough loss to Los Angeles uh, Chargers and a game that you actually nearly came back on. I thought it was an impressive impressive job by those guys in the second half. That Raiders team could be a problem in the AFC West. I think they get the Chiefs at least once. They're they're off to a really good yeah, start. Yeah, they're no going to be okay. I agree. With you I there. think those Raiders are going to be all right. Six, seven, eight, nine. Would you rather pull a Cowboys and pay Zeke buckets of cash to be your second best running back? <laughs> well, at least you pay your best players. We don't even pay our best players. We're like, hey, Tom Brady, can you take another twenty million dollar cut? But it hasn't mattered one because they have to, they they evaluate you sure? and they coach up and they get but the we, most out of what they have. Uh, yeah, We've consistently that's done true. that. Uh, but here's the problem: like guys like guys like Amendola, Chris Hogan would have stuck around if they would have got paid just a little bit more. Stephon Gilmore. Uh, I mentioned Larry Malloy, Richard Seymour. The list goes on of great players who have been in New England, and then they're like, no, we don't want to pay you. Will you take a pay cut instead? And then they go and get guys who are like in the seventh and eighth round. Why are we making guys take pay cuts to give a guy a – I said seventh and eighth round. There's no such thing. But why are we to give them pay cuts to guys just to pay a six-rounder, a rookie contract? That's what – oh, that's what bugs me so much. Goodness gracious. Six eight six zero. Do not compare me, a Patriots fan, to a YBU fan. That's disgusting. <laughs> hey, I didn't know we had so many Patriot fans. Thank you. One six two nine. Who is worse, Pats fans, BYU fans, or Boise oh, State BYU. fans? Oh, BYU, 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 BYU by a mile long. Uh, no, and everybody would agree with me on that. At BYU, then there's a huge gap. Oh, then it's Boise State, cool. and then it's Patriots. Yeah. Oh, I cannot stand BYU fans. I can. Oh, just. Yank my hair out. Six, seven, eight, nine. You won six championships. Multiple <laughs> explanation points and in all caps. How do you sleep at night winning, whining this much? Well, I I know we got six championships, but man, it's the way we... It's, and several other it's Super Bowl appearances. With, no, but it's the so way... So what does it matter? I don't want to talk about the other Super Bowl appearances, Eric. It's But because it's we, we, we could be... We could have eight. We could have nine championships if we just keep our best players. That's all I'm asking for. Just keep you, our best you're greedy. players. You're greedy. Yeah, well, you should be. Six is not enough. It never should and multiple be. Multiple appearances it never beyond should that, be. also not enough. It never should be. It should always be more. You should always want more. 2787, how about them Cowboys? They're looking oh, man. good this year. They are. They what? They undressed. Who was it? Carolina? I mean, just took them to the woodshed. They might be putting it together finally. And, and it's crazy, as someone mentioned, with Zeke... As their second best back. That's incredible. That's awesome. Uh, 2603, Utah fans are up there too. Okay, but let me ask you, 2603, YBU or Ute fans? Who is worse? And it, I would imagine you would say BYU, not even close. 8003 agrees, YBU by far. Yes. Oh my gosh, I cannot stand YBU fans. I honestly, I think the last week, I'm so proud of myself for not getting kicked off of Twitter. You held it together pretty well. <laughs> uh, 9315 YBU fans have the most outrageous takes oh, on yeah. sports. Oh, yeah. 
9952. Only thing worse than a BYU fan is a Logan BYU fan. Are there, are there a lot of those, by the way? Maybe 9952 can help me out on that. I haven't seen a lot of BYU fans on Logan. Uh, there are. Are there? Yeah. I haven't seen a lot. I, I see on stickers on cars. I see flags and windows. More than I think a lot of Aggie fans would like to admit. Really? Okay. I, yeah, I didn't know. One five seven zero. If they would have handled the ball to Marshawn Lynch, you'd only have five. Okay, That's still pretty good. Okay, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. Thank goodness Pete Carroll was not thinking straight at that very moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> people give Malcolm Butler credit, I don't. I just blame it on Pete Carroll for being an idiot. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I do. Uh, that's bad. He should have won the MVP. Eight zero zero three Denver fan, close second. Really, Bronco fans? I don't, I don't mind Bronco fans at all. Hmm. I think they're all right. Maybe it's because they haven't been as relevant the last decade. Yeah, that's true. Now, when Peyton Manning was there, I had nah, to nearly yeah. Uh, two nine. Excuse me. Two six zero three. Yes, BYU is the ninth level of hell. Utah is level one. Nine nine five two regarding BYU fans in Logan. Uh, it says yes and on campus. No way. See now that's that's unacceptable. That's on. Un- they need to be kicked out and expelled. I'm no. You laugh. I'm serious. That should never happen. Five four five two. Lots of closet YBU fans here in Cache Valley, unfortunately. Oh, I had no. I've never seen them. I got to be on, but I YBU oh. fans are by far the worst fans known to man. Yes, they are hor- Like, dude, they just won't shut up about last week. Like, you got Boise State coming up, and they're all like, "Hey, you guys, you can't, you you can't play defense. You can't tackle." I just same crap. I'm like, dude, the game's over. It was a week ago. Move on. We're playing for a conference championship. You're playing not to get sent to the toilet bowl. It's represented by Charmin Toilet Paper. So congratulations. <laughs> Good luck on that, by the way. God, I can't stand those guys. Cool. <laughs> nine, 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 They're five. so sensitive. I agree. You can never have too many rings. Our favorite ring is the next one. Yes. Yeah, see? Exactly. That's a fair point. Yes. You always want one more, Eric. Are you, are, are, are you satisfied with one ring as a Cubs fan? Hmm? No. Well, it looks like your Cubs well, are. Pretty satisfied after okay, okay. just that they got one. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> so what many I was years for. of being irrelevant. <laughs> pretty happy that we got one. Here's to the next hundred years. <laughs> nine 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 five. Uh Denver fans are bandwagoners. Uh things I wonder why God put That's on. That's eight zero zero three, dude. Oh wait, sorry, I read the wrong one. Eight zero zero three. Uh, things I wonder why God put on earth, onions and mosquitoes and YBU fans. Um, can I put snakes on that list? I feel like, <laughs> yeah, snakes are on that list too. Onions, though, take onions off that list. Come on. Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are bad. Snakes, definitely. 1570. Uh, Bronco fans are terrible, especially growing up as a Raiders fan. Are they? See, and I had no idea. Is there a bandwagon? Oh, let me ask the Raiders fan, actually. 1570. Who is? Which team gets more bandwagon fans? Las Vegas, now that they're in Las Vegas, or Bronco fans that they're in Denver? Because, I, I mean, I see Raiders stuff kind of hanging around here and there. People wearing Raiders gear. So I kind of wonder, who's like who? which team gets the most bandwagon fans? Broncos or Raiders? It's got to be the Broncos, though. Just because they have the cooler, well, yeah, I will say cooler colors. 9995. I agree. You can never have too many. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Written on your text. <laughs> <laughs> 9995. 
Uh, I just see you cooking stuff. Yes, six, <laughs> six, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, why fans actually think they're an underrated contender every dang year? Such a warped sense of reality. Every damn year. Read the text as it is, Eric. <laughs> He's angry at why fans, and I love it. Like why fan? Like they honestly, they still hold their 1984 national championship ring to the skies, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, well you don't have one of these." We got this in 84. Dude, you're 17. We got it in 1984. They just don't let it go. I mean, and, and like, heaven forbid, if they make it to a New Year's Six Bowl, they will, you will never hear the end of it. And as much as I think, I, oh, yeah. I'm, I will, if they make it to a New Year's Six Bowl, I'm moving out of state. I am moving to, like, Texas. And I'll go live in Texas. And I'll be fine on I'll be fine on that. Uh Lots more text coming through. We do need to take a time out. We'll get to those. We'll read those. Keep them coming, though. Yes, these have been great. Uh, also, while you're texting in, how would you grade Utah State football so far? Uh, who has the easiest path to the World Series in Major League Baseball? Uh, what went wrong Wednesday? And who said it? Actor, athlete, or coach? That's all ahead coming up on the Full Court Press. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Discount tire, so much more than a tire store. With fuel prices soaring, did you know you can save money just by keeping your car in shape? Hi, this is Scott from Discount Tire. And this is Josh at Discount Tire in Providence, and we would like to help you save a little money at the gas pump. National studies have shown you can increase your fuel savings by 6% just by keeping your tires properly inflated. And by another 10% by changing your air filter. That's 16% in fuel savings with hardly any effort at all. And we'll make it even easier for you. That's right, Josh. Just bring in your vehicle into Discount Tire in Logan or Providence, and we will adjust the tire pressure and check the air filter for free. No charge to help you save up to 16% at the gas pump. And be sure to ask us about other ways to increase your gas mileage and save money at the gas pump. And ask about our bottom line sell prices on our energy efficient Michelin tires. That's a discount tire, 885 North Main in Logan. And 110 South Highway 165 in Providence. Discount Discount Tire, where where our people people make make the the difference. Hi, this is Brent Wallace with Cash Valley Bank. We love supporting local events like the Cash Valley Parade of Homes happening September 30th through October 9th. As you tour these beautiful homes, we invite you to visit our recently renovated Cash Valley Bank branches, show your parade ticket, and receive a complimentary sampler box of Bluebird chocolates. Visit one of our seven locations from Smithfield to Hiram, including our mortgage office. Stop by during the Parade of Homes, meet our staff, and pick up your free chocolates. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. 
If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. By the way, the Utah Jazz play tonight in their second uh, preseason game. A lot of the starters are out for rest or just recovering from injuries. Uh, We will not have that game here on the radio anyway. Yeah. Be on TV, I think, if you have AT&T Sports and DirecTV. A lot more texts coming through, Andre, on the Guild Mortgage text line. This is good stuff. All right, this is what I'm talking about, fans. This is why our listeners are the best in any in any listenership in any radio in the state. Uh, let's see, one five seven zero. I think the Raiders are more national for popularity. The Broncos are more regional around here. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I mean Las Vegas. Yeah, I well, get for it. For the longest time, the, yeah. the Broncos were the closest NFL franchise here, so I think a lot of people naturally gravitated towards them. 8003, bandwagon fans, number one, Denver. Number two, Dallas. Oh, there are a lot of Dallas. Are there? Bandwagon fans, yeah. Uh, 2787, BYU fans are just like the Democratic Party. They have an excuse for everything and will take responsibility for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 9315, why do BYU fans do the cougar roar when lions and tigers roar, not a cougar? That's a good point. What that's a what does a cougar do? Meow. Does it growl? Does it growl? Yeah. Seven nine nine four. Uh, worst are Patriots turned Tampa Bay fans. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. No clue. Shots five, fired. Five six six two. Audrey, how come you don't get up this upset with anything dealing with the Buccaneers? Haven't you been a longtime Bucks fan? And why BU fans couldn't get any worse? Worst fan base ever. Uh, I do get upset. You know, I get frustrated back in, you know, 2001 when we were struggling to get things going. Trent Dilfer wasn't throwing yeah, the ball well. Named a lot of uh, moves that the Patriots did. What about all those moves that the Buccaneers failed to make? Yeah, I mean, there's a After bunch of them. After they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we didn't keep a lot of our defense. Going. Why not? Uh, look, the AFC got – and well, Tom Brady, first of all. Hi, Tom Brady. Um, that, uh, that And that defense was really good for New England. That team was really good. No, we're not talking about New England. We're talking about Tampa Bay. Okay, what? I know. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> conveniently shifts. Tampa, well, they lost some of their defensive guys. Money, you know? 9995, BYU should just shut down, period. I'd be okay with that. Shut down their Twitter accounts. They can keep the school. Just shut down their Twitter accounts. Block them. <laughs> 7452, for the first time, I just became a BYU fan. Please get to the nearest six games so RJ can move to Texas. All right, RJ. Well, I hope RJ does make it to Texas. <laughs> He's talking about me, Eric. Remember, RJ? I just oh oh oh. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Eric. Keep I'm up here. I'm a little here. slow. I'm a little slow. I got you now. <laughs> Been a long day. <laughs> uh, let's see, five, eight, seven, nine. USU football grade solid A. Seriously, last year only one win. This year started out only hoping for three wins. Now we're looking at least at a bowl game and maybe a Mount West Conference or an a Mount West Conference championship appearance. Great perspective. Yep, absolutely. Yes. 
8968. The 1984 BYU National Champions was one of the biggest forces yet. They wanted Cafe play the Powder Puff schedule and managed to go undefeated. Typical BYU. The only game they won of, of one importance, or excuse me, the only game they won of importance was... Eric, I need help. Uh, 1-3 rated team. They're a 1-3 rated team in the nation. Opening game that only won three games themselves. I agree. I agree. 6891. What went wrong for Andy D besides going to the Bears? Oh, dude, Dalton. Dalton just needs to retire. That poor guy. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve the hate. He's just a good dude trying to make a living, and he's made a living now, and I'll quit. Uh, let's see, 9315, what words can we give? AJ. Thank you. <laughs> and I guess I was like, wait a minute, who? Uh, anyways, play-by-play play for women's basketball, like, glad we're not wiping you our jump up or what? Oops, AJ. Um, I don't know, you know, I'm working on some uh, phrases. I'm hoping Eric can give me some. You know, some really good ones. Uh, very, very cautious as to what to suggest to you because you will twist it. <laughs> I'll turn it around and be like, hey, this, and then they're going to be like, Audrey, why'd you say this? Well, Eric told me to. He said it would work really well with the listeners. <laughs> That's <laughs> what's going to happen. Um, these hey, are great texts. Thank you. Yeah, keep them coming in. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Love to have the interaction with the audience. It's awesome. You guys are the best. Um, Hey, Aji, last night, uh, Major League Baseball, we had uh, the American League wild card game, a singular game between the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. Red Sox took care of business. Uh, six to two. Look, it was not a good a good night for Coles. No, it wasn't a good night for Coles. That's his shortest uh, appearance in a playoff game. Look, I mean, it, it starts off with uh, Bogarts going long on a on a changeup that was middle cut, 427 feet, gives him a 2 nothing lead in the first inning. Kyle Schwarber comes in in the third, hits a bomb 429 feet, it's 3 nothing in the third. Then you have the Kiki Hernandez swinging bunt, the uh, Rafael Devers walk, uh, that was with one out, and then Garrett Cole, Eric... The Yankees paid Garrett Cole $324 million for a game like this. He throws 50 pitches, and he's out in the third inning, man. Yeah, that was bad. That's that's just not good. Uh, and then on the other side, Nathan Evaldi, who, by the way, his last appearance in the postseason, he went six innings. He threw 97 pitches. Um, and in this one, he goes five and a third, four hits, one run. That was earned eight strikeouts, and he threw 71 pitches. 54 of those were for strikes. No walks. Dude was cooking. He was mixing it up with the fastball. He was using his breaking ball. He was fantastic. And, and, and you know, for years, the the Yankees dominated the Red Sox. You know this. I know this. Since game, Eric, since game three of the ALCS, the Dave Roberts still game, where he stole a base on Mariano Rivera, comes around for the tying run, and sparks a rally in game three. They end up winning the series four games to three. Since that game, Eric, the Yankees have been eliminated by the Red Sox for the third time since 04. Uh, they've played in the postseason nine times since that game, and the Red Sox have won eight of those games. Wow. It's just like flip the script. So if it was the curse of the Bambino, what is it now? 
The curse of George Steinbrenner. The curse of. Well, I mean, what is it? The curse of the blown lead. It's just crazy. And then, I mean, speaking of uh, Nathan, in two career playoff starts against the Yankees, 12 in the third pitched, uh, opponents are hitting, he has an ERA of .73, opponents are hitting around 215 off of him, uh, he has 13 strikeouts, no walks, and he's 2-0. That's good, man. That's solid. That's good. Before we preview Boston and Tampa... Uh, there's game tonight in the National League. It's the Dodgers and the Cardinals. Uh, interesting perspective here. This is the ninth straight postseason appearance for the Dodgers. Uh, that's the third longest streak in Major League Baseball history. That's impressive. Uh, the Braves did it for 14 straight. Yeah. In the 90s. I don't want to think about those years. Yankees did it 13 straight from 95 don't to the think about that early either. 2000s. But here's something else that's interesting. This is courtesy of ESPN Stats and Info. This is the third time during those nine years for the Dodgers. This is the third time that they will have faced the Cardinals in the postseason. Dodgers won both. The, the, Cardinals, the Cardinals have eliminated the Dodgers in each of the previous two instances. Wasn't it um, 13 was like the NLDS, wasn't it? 13 was the NLCS. 14 was the NLDS. Correct. Dude, in that 14, there was a lot of like fights and bickering and chirping. Some, I mean, there. Are, I think three straight games. The bench is clear. No ejections. Dude, those two teams do not like each other. Hey, and and it's interesting, Eric. Baseball is unfair to this degree. The Braves squeak in with a bad record from the NL East, and they get into the NLDS automatically. Ninety-five wins, I think. Um, not really good. And they get in, and they get to play a favorable matchup versus Milwaukee. The Dodgers win 105 games, finish a game and a half out, or what, maybe a, a, a half game. a game out? One game. One game out of winning the NLD West, or NL West, I should say. And they got to play a playing game versus the Cardinals just to get into the NLDS to play the Giants? <laughs> like, as a Braves fan, I'm thrilled, and I'm grateful. I'm just saying... The way this playoff thing is set up, it's unfair. And it's not right. Uh, yeah, it, it's nuts. So uh, that game is tonight. It starts at a uh, little after 6 o'clock on TBS. Adam Wainwright. Uh, who's throwing for uh, the Dodgers? Is it uh, Walker? Oh, I had that. Oh, no, it's Max Scherzer. Yeah, Excuse Scherzer. me. You're right. Yeah. Maxie and Adam. This is, So you got experience on both sides of the mounds. Right, Max has been there. Uh, Adam Wainwright's seen plenty of these kind of games, elimination, win or go home games. It's gonna be key. Regular series, regular season, I should say, series between the Dodgers and Cardinals. Yeah, three three. Ooh. And this is in L.A., isn't it? Yes. At least he got that part right. Dude, this could go either way. Like the Dodgers could find a way to scrap a way, scrap a win here, and they may not even have to do it with the long ball. They might be able to do it without the long ball. Uh, do you, well, yeah. I, I don't know if they look at last night to give them any clue or any added incentive for how they do tonight because it's a one game series. And look, last night there were two very evenly matched teams. The regular season was equal. 
I mean, what they did all year long was very equal. Tonight, it's a different story. However, you do have the Cardinals that come in as one of the hottest teams to finish out the regular season. Well, they are the hottest team. You look over the last 20 games, nobody was, was a better team. Um, but now we know for the American League, it's going to be the Rays and the Red Sox. And uh, some research here, courtesy of intern Jack, helping us out. Um, Rays and Red Sox. Uh, the Rays won 11, the Sox won 8. So pretty close. Uh, Rays began the series uh, losing their first four matchups against Boston. Then they went 11 and four to end uh, the year their series matchups against the Sox. So uh, definitely flipped in the Rays' favor. How do you like that series, and who do you like in that one, and by how many games? Uh, it's a five-game series, right? Yeah, it's going full five, and I think the Red Sox end up winning it. Really? I do. Look, this might be the most complete and balanced team that the Rays have had in the playoffs probably since their beginning stages. Even that World Series appearance that they made versus the Phillies, I didn't think they were overly balanced. The Phillies like exposed them in every part of the way. This might be a complete team, but I just, man, I like this Red Sox team. It just reminds you a, a little bit of the old four team who had to scrap their way in and find different ways to win ball games. This Red Sox team can do that. Kyle Schwarber's been great, by the way, by the way. That's another great gift from the Cubs. I know. That's Dude, awesome. It in. Uh, it's a, but, yeah, he's been incredible for that team. Hitting as a lefty, even in the DH spot, he's been really good. Uh, I like the Red Sox in five, but, I mean, what the fetch do I know in this with this thing? <laughs> uh, see, I'm going with the Rays in four. Okay. Uh, tomorrow we've got two games on tap. We've got an early afternoon, a 2 o'clock start, White Sox and Astros. Uh, that's on FS1. Um. And uh, in, in this series, Houston won in the in the series five games to two. Um, whichever game gets played, it's usually a blowout. Uh, the White Sox average margin of victory was six and a half. Astros margin of victory on average was five. Uh, the way that the White Sox are playing is kind of exciting, but um, I'd be pulling for the White Sox. But I think the Astros. Astros take care winning of a sweep. This is gonna be a sweep. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a a, a whole home kind of a series win for the Astros. And then later in the evening at six o'clock on FS1, it'll be the Red Sox and Rays game one of that series. Whew, that's a quick turnaround for those guys, isn't it? It is a quick turnaround. Wow. Uh, busy day on Friday. We've got the White Sox and Astros at noon on Major League Baseball Network. Braves and Brewers at two thirty on oh, TBS. We'll play two thirty, huh? Red Sox and Rays game two will be at five o'clock on FS1, and then the Giants, waiting to find out who their opponent is. Uh, after what happens tonight, that'll be seven thirty on TBS. And the great thing for the like, if the Dodgers win, they can go to Walker Buehler, who's pretty much a one guy, right? And they can just use him as your one, and turn around and almost reset the rotation. Like, if the Dodgers win this thing. They've got another great flamethrower coming up on, on, on Friday who's going to just fire bullets. He's good. Uh, you kind of skipped over, but Braves and Brewers. Uh, you know, like if – I don't know. Please, Braves, just – I mean, don't choke. Like, don't do stupid things. Uh, like, uh, the crazy part is that we just play like crap come the playoffs. My Braves just all of a sudden take a dump come the playoffs and just lay it on the field. I still think we win in five. I think it goes five two. 
I think it could. This is pretty evenly matched during the regular season. They split 3-3. Brewers with a slightly better overall record, but the Braves closed out the season better. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think that could be anybody's series. Yeah. I think that could be a really fun one to watch. Um, And then just overall – now that you've seen the, the opponents, we'll know more about what happens in the National League later tonight, but who do you think has the better path and who is going to be there in the World Series? Didn't you tell me a couple days ago you thought the AL was tougher than the NL? Yes. I thought it was more balanced. Yeah, that's bonkers. More competitive, um, I should say. No, no, that's... Like where anybody could come out of it. I don't know about that. Because uh, the National League, it's either the Dodgers or the Giants. So the Braves aren't going to be considered at all. The Cardinals aren't going to be considered at all. No. Those two teams, as good as they are, as deep as they are, as powerful as they are, those are the two teams to beat. Okay, so what makes you think that the AL is so competitive? It's more evenly matched. It could be anybody out of the American League. So the Rays with the best record in the AL and the third best record in the league behind the Giants and Dodgers aren't like a runaway favorite? Or the Red Sox, who are like an AL East opponent and finish behind the Rays? I mean... Like, and the Astros. So there's a rivalry there. The Astros, divisional rivals. the Rays, and the Red Sox. That's it. Nobody else is competing. Nobody else is in the running. Nobody. It's over. Um, Okay. Uh, You ask, I don't know, Giants out of the NL? A, because they don't have to use a pitcher for a bit. I mean, they get that. that like, that day of rest is huge. That day off they is get a huge. lot of time off. Yeah, they don't play a game until Friday. That's huge for them. I don't know, maybe the Giants because I think that they could beat the Dodgers and whoever comes from the uh, the Braves Brewers matchup, I think they'll be in in five six games. So Giants versus Astros. I hate to say it because I hate the Astros. Well, intern Jack, he says the team with the easiest path is are the Houston Astros. They don't have any divisional rivals. Yeah, White Sox are, are a sweep. Um, I think that they, the one opponent they should be afraid of is the Red Sox. The Red Sox could give them some major issues. I think it'll be the Giants and the Rays. Um, they just. So you took the top two teams uh, from the just East because not because I'm going chalk, but those two teams have proven. Over the length of the season, they're the better teams in baseball. Uh, I give the Rays some advantage because of what they've done the last few years. Even though they've turned over some of their talent, and they just they don't they don't commit to pay guys. Doesn't matter if that place isn't sold out every game. Move them, bring them to Las Vegas, Salt Lake. To I don't I don't care. Ship them to Vancouver for crying out loud. Nashville. Nashville, that's fine. If they can't get fans to go there to those games and sell out, shouldn't have a baseball team there. Yeah, that is frustrating. It is. The the amount of success that they've had and the lack of uh, local support is sad. Yeah, it's unreal. All right, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Uh, When we come back, who said it, actor, athlete, or coach? I will continue the uh, What Went Wrong Wednesday. Uh, If you want to continue to weigh in on giving a letter grade to Utah State football so far, as they've got a bye week and we're kind of at that midway point, what kind of midterm grade would you give the Aggies right now? We'll discuss that coming up on the Full Court Press.
West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. My name is Brinley Johnson, and I'm a student at New Horizons Beauty College. I love the environment here. I have some of my best friends here, but I also love the education that I get. All the instructors are not only just here to teach you, but make things fun, and I've gotten the best education. You learn so much. I learn from each of them, and they all each have a different technique that you can edit, and it's been way fun. My name is Brinley Johnson, and I recommend becoming a student at New Horizons Beauty College. Do it. (laughs) It's so worth your time. Tires. You need good ones, especially heading into the winter. But wow, can they be pricey. Express Auto and Tire has opened up the warehouse to thousands of name brand used tires for only $25 per tire. Express Auto and Tire is selling every used tire for only $25. Yes, snow tires. Yes, truck tires. Yes, every tire, only $25. This winter, hit the road with confidence. No need to book ahead. Just come on in. Visit Express Auto and Tire at 3200 North Main, Hyde Park. Ahoy, me hearties! Do you have pirate blood in your veins? Are you a scallywag on the hunt for gold? Adventure awaits the brave of heart at Halloween on the high seas at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Explore the seaside carnival. Find a shipwreck and lost treasure. And discover sea creatures from the deep. Get your tickets today at thelivingplanet.com slash Halloween. I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Streaming online, 1069thefan.com and on the 1069thefan mobile app. Where you can also find past episodes, past interviews, really fun interviews with Coach Ryan Odom and uh, former Aggie J.C. Carroll available on the website for you to go and listen to. Uh, Ajay, it's Wednesday. We've gone through some uh, what went wrong stuff already, but it's time for one of our other favorite Wednesday features. Who said it? Actor, athlete, or coach? Either you're a thief and you steal, or you're a vampire that pulls from the juice and the verb and the synergy of the group, or you add to it. (laughs) Brings a smile to my face every time I hear the intro. 
All right, so here's what we do. We take quotes, and they are, these are either from real athletes, from real coaches, or they come from actors who sometimes portrayed a coach or a player in a TV show or a movie. We try to guess, was it an actor, an athlete, or a coach? Okay, Ajay, you ready? Yes, I am. All right, I got one for you. Go ahead. Uh, a lot of people don't know where Utah is, but it's in Salt Lake. It's got to be an NBA player. Charles Barkley. That was Carl Malone. Oh, jeez. A lot of people don't know where Utah is, but it's in Salt Lake. Some classic Carl Malone right there. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right. I'm great at free throws. Seriously. Free throws are like my best thing. Ben Simmons? Jackie Moon. Actor. Oh, Jackie Moon. Semi-pro. <laughs> I love that, too. Uh, okay. This was a part of a... Uh, uh, I guess you call it a question and answer. You were great out there today. Thank you. But not that great. A lot of that was luck. Some might call it luck. I like to call it, well, luck, I guess. So what? Uh, Major League 2? It's from Happy Gilmore. Oh. Um, Ian Chubbs. <laughs> Any stuff on that is so closely guarded. I don't know if you saw Harry Potter, but in the basement of this building, it's guarded by serpents and wild dogs and things like that. And you can go try to find the secret to that, but chances of survival, always a risk. <laughs> Sounds like something from a movie. I can say uh, actor. It's a coach. It's Mike Leach. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Love that dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, Mike Leach. <laughs> that's good. That's all. I'm. Uh, I have a very short list today. Okay. Uh, let's see here. All right, everyone, line up alphabetically according to your height. <laughs> that's what he told the media. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say that's an actor. Uh, it is a coach. It is Casey Stengel, the former manager. Everybody line up according to your height. <laughs> oh man, there's one more I was looking at. Uh, nah, never mind. I'll skip it. I better not. Uh, that's good stuff. Weekly feature. Who said it? Actor, athlete, or coach? Uh, when we come back, some additional thoughts about the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs tonight. And, uh, it, yeah, who's got the easier path to the playoffs? Love to continue to get your thoughts on that. And what kind of letter grade would you give Utah State football so far, kind of halfway through the season? We'll discuss that next on the Full Court Press. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. 
Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. If rodents, nuisance animals, roaches and bed bugs are a problem, you can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advanced pay discounts, residential and commercial properties, curb to curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512-0014 for Western extermination <laughs> whatever your laughing style is it's no joke that laughter is the best medicine and a great stress reliever comedy night at the river words is coming and you don't want to miss it friday october 8th at 8 p.m get your tickets today at eventbrite.com we dare you to try not to smile or laugh out loud as you enjoy funny stories and comedic entertainment from four professional comics it's comedy night at the Riverwoods. friday october 8th at 8 p.m reserve your seats now at eventbrite.com the Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Eric Franson, and Ajay Salvas in here on the Full Court Press. Hey, one note about baseball. I forgot to pass this along. Uh, San Diego Padres. Firing Jace uh, Tingler, who uh, man, a lot of expectations on that franchise. Dude, that that team and they so just quickly. totally collapsed after the All Star break. It just downhill, man. Uh, the Padres finished seventy nine and eighty three, third place in the National League West. I get it. National League West is really tough to play in, but you have the talent. But still, the they made some there, big man. moves to. Blake Snell, fill out their roster. Machado, uh, Eric Hosmer. I mean, they had the pitching. Just no excuse to be that bad. They had a one-game lead for the National League uh, second uh, wild card spot on September 9th. To being totally eliminated with seven games to go. Yeah, that's their tenth losing record in eleven seasons. Poor guys. Poor Padres, dude. Curse of Tony Gwynn. <laughs> well. They look like, yeah. I mean, Fernando they Tatis like the, Jr., dude, they Manny like the Machado. Team to beat. In the first three months of the season, they looked like they were going to be the team to beat. And then after the All-Star break, just went south. It's incredible. Yeah. And a lot of injuries to their, their bullpen, but... <sighs> Padres, man. A lot of expectations. They just couldn't, couldn't get it. Hey, other things that w- uh, went wrong today. Northern Colorado assistant football coach Max McCaffrey has been reprimanded after an errant clipboard toss that hit a fan. Yep, that's right. You heard it. During a 40-7 loss to Montana State on Saturday, uh, McCaffrey, who's the eldest brother of the Carolina Panthers and, uh, and former Stanford running back Christian McCaffrey, broke his clipboard while on the sideline and tossed it into the stands where it struck a Montana State fan. Oops. In a statement, <laughs> North, Northern Colorado said it reviewed statements. I love that I said oops. And the video of the incident in conjunction with the Big Sky Conference in Montana State and determined that McCaffrey's clipboard toss showed a lack of judgment, but no malicious intent or anger. Or anger? What are you talking about? He was angry. According to the school, the fan requested the broken clipboard as a souvenir. Quote, Max is embarrassed by the incident and is working privately to apologize to the fan hit by the errant toss. End quote. She just like, wee, here you go, play catch, yeah. here's a frisbee. We didn't see any anger in it. Hey, fan, you want a clipboard? 
bizarre. Uh, nine three one five. Where can you find past Aggie post game shows? Uh, you can go to kvnutalk.com. They have a podcast section as well where they oh, nice. archive a lot of uh, past episodes and shows like that. So that would be my uh, first clue. Go check that out. kvnutalk.com. They do have a podcast section, and you should be able to navigate that okay. I think they have it organized by different categories. So good luck. Hope you find it. Yeah, again, the Aggies have this week off. Back at it next week against UNLV. Looking forward to to seeing how this team responds after back to back losses, and I guess in a way, embarrassing losses too. So see how they respond. One more than the other, and that was oh, the conference yes. game. Heavens, yes, heavens, yes, absolutely, no question about it. Eric, this team should be hungry, and, and I think uh, they will be going out there and send a message to the Mountain West Conference that they're a contender yep. for the Mountain Division. I would agree. And that starts next Saturday. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight here in the Full Court Press. Appreciate all the texts. Man, you guys were awesome. Great participation today. That was awesome. Uh, talking about bandwagon fans and those fans that uh, fan bases we don't like. It's always fun. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. We'll have an interview about uh, Utah State cross country, so stay tuned for that. That's coming up tomorrow. Have a great night, everybody.